0: Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the, the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a sensor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering. Put in the code KATE. Get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer, <laughs> not a twofer, a threefer. Go to mypillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thank- Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
1: My son brought it over to me, and he said, Mom, I've tried a lot of stuff, but this, I'm telling you, it works. And I'm telling you, it really did make a difference. My attitude changed. My energy level really did peak. To me, it's a miracle. It really is. Mm -hmm. It's like I am so thankful for you guys. I really, really am. I've taken a lot of stuff through the years. And this is the only thing that has actually continued to do exactly what you claim it does.
0: Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Thanks, you guys.
2: Remember. If anyone asks, we're a nice, normal talk show. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
0: I was recently asked, what is the mission statement for your show? How do you describe The Kate Daly Show? It honestly took me a minute before I could even come up with an answer because this show is not like any other conservative talk show out there. This show is so different, but it has to be. It's not about propping up one party and blaming the other on a daily basis. It's about getting to the truth, the uncomfortable truth. I'm on this journey to cut through the propaganda that we've been fed and to uncover the truth about our world and our government and what's been going on. Is this show controversial? Yes. (laughs) You will not leave this show every day without having learned something important or even valuable about how we view the world. We have to say what isn't being said out loud. And in order to do that, we have to check our fear and our political correctness at the door. We get to have over 400 guests a year that visit the show. I have nine incredible co-hosts that come and join me on a daily basis with a different point of view every single day. We have to get our country back, we have to. We are running out of time, let's do this. Welcome. Kate Daly Show on a Friday. Um, I hope you enjoyed your short week. I know we could use many of them, right? <laughs> uh, but welcome. Uh, welcome to the last hour. This hour is going to this hour is going to rock. This is going to be a very interesting subject. One I've never done on the show before. And let me just tell you, there's not too many subjects I haven't done on the show. After 10 years, can you imagine this, the amount of subjects? So I actually am bringing on a guest. Uh, this is going to be a really uh, neat hour, I think, just to listen. And if you disagree with the following premise of Flat Earth, I have two. To be honest with you, I'm very mixed on this subject. I've I've kind of delved into it a little bit, but um, I'll t- I actually this is why I'm excited to have the conversation in the first place is to hear uh, what Mark Sargent has to say about this. He's written the book on this, Flat uh, Earth, uh, Fat Flat Earth Clues, uh, Sky's the Limit, and these are books that so many people are checking out. Let me just tell you because I'm always open to new ideas. I'm always open to things that have been we we've been deceived by. And if this is one of them, I want to hear all the reasons why Mark thinks uh, and was drawn to this subject in the first place. Conversations never hurt anyone. And I think that this is a, a worthy of a conversation. You probably heard about this a little bit. And, uh, and if you haven't, you've probably been living in a cave because a lot of people are talking about this. So I welcome you, Mark Sargent. How are you?
2: I am well, and thank you very much for having me.
0: Excellent. Uh, flat clue, uh, flat Earth clues. You know I'm going to botch this a million times. Um, the sky's the limit. I do. I'm like the name murderer. It's like my pet name. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just wanted to mention, uh, Mark, because, you know, Mark, um, I, I want you to tell us your story. I could go through a whole bio, but I don't know if that's... I actually just want people to hear why you were drawn to this concept of flat earth. What, what drew you in? What got you thinking? Thinking if if this was a red pill for you, then what got you into that red pill? What was your what were you thinking at the time?
2: Conspiracy boredom. That's, <laughs> Conspiracy that's I boredom,
0: I love
1: it. <laughs> okay, no, it's true. So, it's that's great, I though. I was
2: into conspiracies after night or I'm sorry, after JFK the movie.
0: Okay, okay. Fair and, enough. And
2: yeah. but by, by the way, we're getting a little bit of echo.
0: Yeah, on, on we might. Here. I feel bad about that. We might. I am so sorry. That's
2: right. Yeah. I I will try to power through it. So, oh, now it's gone.
0: Okay, That's excellent. Weird. There you go.
2: Oh, good. So, whatever happened. Maybe I fixed so, it. So, um, I went into. I mean, I grew up in a very rural island north of Seattle called Whidbey. W H I D B E Y. I've been
0: there. I know exactly where you are. Yes.
2: Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. And I'm very naive, didn't believe in any conspiracies at all. Why would anyone in authority lie to us about anything ever? You know, it was, it was, it was the eighties. Sure. Mm -hmm. Why not? And then I went and saw JFK in the theater in, I think, 91 or 92 when mm-hmm. that thing came out. Sure. And it was the first time I'd even been exposed to the, you know, with the obvious exceptions, like sure. Bigfoot, and Loch Ness Monster, and UFOs. And it's like, holy smokes, people in power do lie to you. <laughs> and, and <laughs> Right. And, and But it was pre-internet. So mm. there really wasn't much for me to expand on. And then when the internet started firing up in the mid-90s, and then 9-11 happened and all that stuff, um. I really, I dug down as many rabbit holes as I could. And I know you're probably not old enough to remember, you know, when you could finish the internet, when the internet was very, very limited. Yeah, And then to the point, and I never got married, never had Mm -hmm. kids. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of free time on my hands. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) A little tip to you guys out there. If you never get married and have kids, (laughs) you you better have hobbies because- You'll be
0: writing a book soon. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, um. you absolutely will. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, um, summer of 2014, I was in uh, my condo in Boulder, Colorado. I was mm-hmm. out there uh, doing software training. Uh, I'd done, well, I went out to Boulder, Colorado in '95 to play video games for a living and parlayed that into proprietary software training where I traveled around the country and, and did all this stuff. So anyway, lots of free time all over the mm-hmm. place and lots of rabbit holes to where the summer of 2014 I got bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, conspiracy bored. It's like, oh, is there anything that, right, not, that you're I, missing? Wait, look, mm-hmm. Yeah, look on your bucket list. Is there anything mm-hmm. left for, for me to look at? And all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, there is this flat earth thing. And now I had previously, the re- how I got there was I dug into hollow earth Okay. I, it's like I spent a little time. I didn't know much about that either. And as I was digging into Hollow Earth, it kind of branched off into a flat Earth thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I remember the very first video that I clicked on on YouTube. It was really this profound moment because I got flushed. I was embarrassed to okay. click on it and. I'm an internet veteran. I have clicked on a lot of things with naked people (laughs) and, and, but, and nothing should be able to embarrass me. And it's like, why is this thing embarrassing me? I'm alone in a room with the blinds pulled, right? Mm -hmm. There's no way this thing should embarrass me. And it did. And it's like, why, why, why? And so I started digging into it and digging into it. And I, I hated flat earth, absolutely loathed it. Mm -hmm. And nine months later, I gave up. I I could not prove the globe in a court of law anymore. Uh So I decided to make a series of videos called Uh Flat Earth Clues. And put them out to the internet hive mind. Because the internet as a, as a hive mind is actually very intelligent. Yeah. People, as a, as a group, they don't miss anything. No, you, they, put, you they, you they all put all it in their two pl-
0: cents, right? Yeah, <laughs>
2: so yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah and a lot of people, all it takes yeah. is one nerd in uh-huh. the middle of Nebraska in his underwear at three in the morning. And it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, did you notice this? Right. And, and, and I put this out there and the feedback that was circling around to me was, yeah, you know what, it's not that crazy. And here's why. And I had all these subject matter experts calling me up, pilots and engineers and all branches of the military. Mm-hmm. And people are calling me up going, yeah, it's not nuts. And and they kept showing me different, different examples. And I kept putting out these things called the flat earth clues. And, the, and I waited, I was waited for, I think, that was in February of 2015, and I mm-hmm. waited for maybe six months mm-hmm. be- before I could finally say, you know, I was 95% sure. And then after that, it's like, oh, I'm I'm totally all in. And hmm. then the ball started rolling, what? and next thing you know, books right. and
1: Wow,
0: what yeah. tip? What tipped it for you into well, like I for you anyway. Uh, I you know, th- this is I think this is true, or I can't deny this. What was that tipping? point to
2: you. Not the normal thing that people get into. Okay. Um most people that get into flutter it, it it's, they get brought in for the simple things. Uh mm-hmm. which is why we have become so prolific over the last 6 years uh is because long distance photography for example. That's usually what drags people in.
1: Okay.
2: But th- that, that wasn't it for me. For me it was Antarctica. Believe it or not, it was the Ant- the Antarctic Treaty. Hmm. which was put in place in 1959 that says that no corporation from any country, no matter how much influence or liquid assets you have, can set up shop there ever.
0: It, it is intriguing. And, I'll tell you that there's definitely uh, something yeah, going on and, down there.
2: Yeah, and yeah. it's not it's not a secret. You can download the. I've got the PDF on my my machine. You can get it from anywhere. The it was ratified in 1959, mm-hmm. and it was a real big red flag for me because uh, I'm I'm a student of a lot of things, and philosophically it was just but just alarm bells were going off. It's like wait a minute, this world is based off of money, greed, and power. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. Right. That's how things. Right. Are. And this place, you the military went down there, and the the head of the whole thing down there. The time admiral richard Byrd, he went on television yeah uh, like the the 60 minutes of his day and said oh yeah by the way places made out of money and and yet the next mission he goes down there (laughs) all of a sudden they put this document in place it's like yeah no one should ever go down there (laughs) right an entire
0: continent cut off i mean my gosh what in the world's going on yeah
2: yeah, it's the only piece of mm-hmm. real estate that's not owned by anyone, uh, and again, it's the the treaty isn't even up for review until twenty forty one. So, um, and and so anyway, that's that was the big flag for me. How it's did like, that okay.
0: tie into flat Earth for you? Antarctica. It tied
2: in because. Uh, because of Admiral Byrd. Uh, mm-hmm. If you read, if you look into the hollow earth theory, you, you read some like his secret journals of like a journey to the center of the earth thing mm-hmm. when he flew in this rickety plane in 1926 to the North Pole. And you thought, oh, well, he would just keep going to the North Pole. No, that wasn't the case. Uh, they sent him. He was the youngest admiral in the history of the Navy. He made um, rear admiral at 41. Mm-hmm. And they sent him to antarctica in 1928 and that he just flew around in planes for 30 years that's all he did i mean an admiral and his and his team they took a break for world war ii mm-hmm. but the um they were do- oh by the way world war ii wonderful uh thing that connected to that so everyone left the ice in during world war ii obviously you know, sure. stuff going on except for one group nazi germany again this right. is not this is not theory no, is no, like no, it's these fact. were the only guys yeah. that were down there. It's fact. People think People thought that Indiana Jones was a movie. It is not just a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the Nazi Germany, if if the ring of power, if Harry Potter's wand was somewhere out there, they were going to send people to find it mm-hmm. if it could turn the, the tide of the war. Huh. And so they were down there, and which was interesting. That's how Admiral Byrd really got connected to it after the war, because after he was at the the um, uh, the Japanese surrender signing... And then right after that, he took a full-blown carrier group, 5,000 men, down to Antarctica during Operation High Jump. Mm -hmm. And the speculation around that is just rampant. It's like, okay, was he trying to root out the last of the Nazi bases? We don't know. But whatever happened, it was resolved because by 1954, he was on television. You know, saying, oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to he was worried mm-hmm. that there was going to be a lot of conflict down in Antarctica because there were so many resources, sources down there, Right, an entire mountain range made out of coal and he uranium. said it was like
0: and, a mini United. States. I mean, it was like United States It had all the same resources oh, yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah. Y- y- yeah, he also said mm-hmm. that there was this huge chunk of land beyond the, the geographic South Pole that was larger than mm-hmm. the United States that no human being had ever seen. And what What are mm-hmm. you talking about? It's like you've been flying down there at that point for 20 years. Right. Well, how, how is this even possible? And then,
0: of course, you have Forrester being pushed out of a window, Who uh, command, Lieutenant Commander John uh, Forrester, right?
2: Yep, 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 yep which yeah. yeah which was part of uh one of my favorite made for TV movies yeah. uh Roswell
1: oh ah, uh, yeah
2: Kyle Mac- Laughlin. Yes. Uh, and, and Martin Sheen. Wonderful movie. If anyone hasn't checked that out, not many people have watched it because uh, okay. you know, it was a made for TV movie.
0: We're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. Let's talk about some of the ins and outs about Flat Earth. Um, why people are coming to this conclusion. Uh, there's some scriptures. There's some all kinds of things. We'll be right back with Mark Sargent, okay. the guy that wrote the book on it. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show.
2: Your life. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: Ground control to Major
0: Tom. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Yeah, we have a Friday. Ground I have a show for you today. To uh, what can Tom. I say? But uh, I love our Friday shows. And, of course, we're talking... Flat Earth with the author uh, Mark Sargent who is probably one of the premier voices on this and the book is called Flat Earth Clue Sky's the Limit if you want to read more about this as well but we're going to be asking and answering some very important questions so we can kind of get the feel for what this is and what it's about and why I think most importantly always the why um, especially on this show um, but we've done shows on the moon landing we've done all kinds of different shows and I think this um, was a this is a topic we've never done on the show before which it's surprising that we had there, there is a subject we've never done on the show. But I'll gladly have a conversation because I think that this is very worthy of a conversation. Um, and then also I just wanted to mention get over to mypillow.com, order the products. Uh, we, you know, w- with Father's Day coming, this is such a great time to get some great products, and then you're also helping Truth and Radio, also helping the show and helping Mike Lindell um to uh, put out the movies about the fraud. Mike Lindell TV.com, and you can go check out his latest movie on all there's so there's so many movies he could make on all the fraud that's happened so election fraud um but go to mypillow.com and put in the code kate my first name kate and you'll get up to 40 percent off take advantage of this they're fantastic products i would never tell you to get them unless i had them myself and i loved them so mark Sargent, welcome back and so many questions so we're kind of going to go through sort of a rapid fire question and answer to get people caught up in it so describe flat earth theory
2: Flat Earth theory, Mm -hmm. you are not living on a tiny little rock flying through space and you're covered with a tiny little bit of water and even a smaller amount of smoke and you're going in impossible directions at impossible speeds. It could be wiped out by anything at any time. Mm -hmm. You are in a building. for lack of a better term, uh, with walls and a floor and a ceiling that maybe looks like a snow globe, maybe looks like a cake box, looks like a pizza box, whatever resonates with you, to be Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is that it's so big and so complex that even our best and brightest didn't figure it out till almost 1960. And when they did, they had a wonderful little X-Men smoking man (laughs) Mm -hmm. meeting where they said, so what's the worst that could happen? And they read a lot lot of stuff, which we'll talk about later, hopefully. And they said, well, we're just going to keep this secret. We did not build this place. Mm -hmm. All we are doing is trying to keep it a secret. So that's what flatter theory is. We are in a... The, the ceiling, all the lights you see on the ceiling, I know we'll get to that question, are just pretty, pretty lights. Uh, the, the stars and the planets and everything mm-hmm. else is just an elaborate, ornate clock system that predates language. That's wow. all it is. It is no different than a planetarium. So, uh, sort of a it, Truman it, and,
0: Show episode. <laughs> right?
2: There you go. And, okay. and yet, are mm-hmm. you in space? Why mm-hmm. would you be in space? Who told okay. you there was space? Why would there have to be space at all? You're probably in a little box sitting on someone's desk.
0: Okay, and that's
2: the that's the short version.
0: Okay, and then um, so if I'm looking through a telescope and I'm seeing round planets, why would I not be round too?
2: Oh, and by the way, we never everyone in our community doesn't even use the word round. Oh, we okay. use the we use ball or sphere okay. or globe okay. because those are three dimensional. Technically, sure. a dinner plate is round. Your dining room table is round. Okay. Anyway. But, yeah, so if you're in a planetarium, and I've done this with many people, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, do you see Jupiter up there? Yes, I do. Okay, take a pair of binoculars. Can you see the moons of Jupiter? Yes. Does everything look spherical? Yes. Can you land on it? No. Why not? Because it's just an image on the ceiling. Hmm. I say when you walk out of that building, who's to say you're just not in a much, much bigger building?
0: Interesting. Okay. All right. And so. So,
2: yes, like the like the Truman Show. Because like the moon in the Truman Show, you couldn't uh-huh. land on that.
0: Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay. Taking that in. So there are certain scriptures even that people point to, right? Are there, okay. okay. Do you want to discuss those for a second?
2: Oh, boy. Okay. So, it, the, at least half of the Flat Earth community are strong Christians, mm-hmm. straight up. I did not sure. know this going in. It, and because a lot of people came to me, it's like, okay, you've got to address the whole God issue. And then a lot of biblical scholars got into it, mm-hmm. and with a fine-tooth comb, whatever, the, the King James, and came back to me and said, yeah, you know what, <laughs> it's a Flat Earth book. Um, okay. With the exception of one verse and one verse only, and there are pastors holding on by their fingernails to this, which is Isaiah 40:22, he who sitteth upon the circle of the earth. Well, circle in the ancient Hebrew is not ball, it's not sphere, it's not globe. But uh, quick stuff, uh, Genesis, uh, the firmament uh, mm-hmm. mentioned in Genesis that separates the waters above and below uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh the story of Joshua where uh Joshua said, Hey God, can you hold the star, you know, the sun and the moon in the sky for an extra day so I can slay more enemies? Oh, it makes way more sense. God just hits the pause button on the sky than trying to stop an entire solar system. Mm -hmm. I know God's an infinite, but I also think he's very, very efficient. Oh, so many references. Like four corners, uh, right?
0: Four corners of the earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, Four
2: Corners of the Earth. Or Mm -hmm. one of my favorite is Werner von Braun, you know, Mm -hmm. the founder of NASA. Sure. Uh, On his headstone, a lot of people know those. You can Google, look it up. You thought it'd be some elaborate thing where it's this concrete thing of him with a rocket pointing at the sky. Mm -hmm. No, it's just his name. Uh, The day, the year he was born, the year he died, and it says Psalms 19.1. I didn't know what Psalms 19.1 was. I had to look it up. It says, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Why would the father of NASA be talking about a domed structure love <laughs> this. Yeah. Yes. is he reaching out from the grave? That's interesting
0: because so. i played a lot of his warnings yeah. about what they would use um, to uh Oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, deceive, yeah. The, yeah. The final alien the agenda.
2: Yeah oh, oh, yep. I'm crossing my fingers. You can't see it, but it's like, oh, come on. Alien agenda. It's,
0: it... uh, it's coming. Uh, it's definitely coming. Uh, I, I thought COVID uh, was yeah, bad. I, I thought COVID was bad. That's going to be worse because people are going to think they saw something with their own eyes. So here's a great question yeah. um, from the audience for you. If Earth was created on the third day, because we're talking about the scripture portion yeah. of this, then And uh, what was it orbiting? Because the sun, the moon, and the stars came the next day. So if we have to orbit something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the Earth
2: wasn't orbiting anything. Mm -hmm. And and yeah, the sun, moon, and the stars, again, just the the sky was decorated later, which kind of falls in line with a lot of the virtual worlds we create. And I don't know if we want to get into that at all. Mm -hmm. But in the early virtual worlds we create, the sky was just light and it was dark because we didn't know how to decorate anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a place like this, I mean, again, you know, it's biblical. You know, the, the a greater light to light up the day and a lesser light to, to keep us company at night and, you know, signs mm-hmm. and wonders and you can plant your crops based on stars and, and all that stuff. So, no, the nobody's orbiting anything. The, in fact, the sun and the moon are just very, very, very tiny. I mean, very, very small, less than 50 miles wide. But we don't know anything because human beings are terrible at perspective. And they're maybe I don't know, three thousand miles up. Right. That's it. Again, very similar to the Truman show.
0: Whew. Okay. All right. Why do people get angry um, about this subject. I mean, like I said in the beginning, I'm very mixed on this. Um, yeah. but I, but I say that only because really and truly I have, I have looked into it probably not as, as hardcore as some people have. And so I admit that yeah. too. And I'm always open to any conversation. Cause I think that, uh, we should be, but I would like to actually, you know what? Shelve that for Hi. just a moment. I'm going to take a, a call from the audience and then I would like to answer that. Hi caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead.
1: Hi, Mark. If a sailor Park. man mm-hmm. is looking at another boat moving away from him at six yeah. feet on the surface, yeah. mm-hmm. at about eight miles, the boat goes, Bloop, and it's gone. Okay. Right. Uh, I don't think Earth is flat.
0: Okay. Uh, good question. By the
1: way, yeah. the no, no, Nazis that's, that's dropped these little Nazi flags mm-hmm. all over
2: Antarctica.
0: They drop Nazi flags? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Let, let's let him answer that. Uh, Mark? Okay. So, yeah.
2: that, no, that is the the number one proof that flat earthers are drawn to is long distance photography. When I made the clues, at no point in the clues did I say, hey, go to the beach with a HD camera. By the way, that was the real game changer here. Mm. 20 years ago, okay. with your best camcorders, you zoom in, it's still really blotchy and grainy. But HD has gotten so good that what happened was, yes beforehand you you'll see a boat go off into the distance the boat goes away and everyone's like oh it's gone over the curvature right and we know this the old seafaring stories that go back forever i was like no no pull out your nikon p900 or p1000 or whatever we with ridiculous zoom quality now you crank it up the boat's right there it's it's back in frame and then you then you let the boat go off again and mm-hmm. again and again. In fact, the only limit to what we can see off into the distance is just the thickness of the atmosphere itself. Because some people will say, well, why can't we see Japan from California? And Why can't we see Europe from New York? And why can't we see Mount Everest from everywhere? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, because you're not breathing in nothing. It's only 99.9% transparent. It's a, it's a it's a it's a very very transparent fog, but it, th- it gets thickness over time, which is why um you know when you uh, mm-hmm. if you're okay. underwater you're 200 feet down, the sun cannot penetrate. Okay. Uh, it just anyway, Interesting. so but okay, yes, th- that's so yes, the, the, to answer his question, yes, you absolutely can see that boat. Just grab a camera. Okay. Zoom back in. We'll be there.
1: We
0: have another caller. Hi caller, welcome to if the show. You, uh, you're on with take the Mark. a laser, if uh-huh. you
1: go to Florida. Okay. You can actually direct it to Cuba. And uh, if if you just use the government's information, you'll find out that it's false because there is no curvature at 8 inches per mile.
0: Hmm. Okay. Interesting. All right. Thank
2: you. Yeah. By the way, I don't recommend the Florida to Cuba thing because the weather between Florida and Cuba is dicey (laughs) at best. Okay. But however, but he's absolutely right. And by the way, we didn't come up with the the curvature formula, the curvature formula and not trying to freak people out because we've all forgotten eighth grade algebra, including Mm -hmm. me, Mm -hmm. which is eight, eight inches per mile per mile otherwise known as 8 inches per mile squared. So it's okay. not like stairs. It, it eventually gets more and more severe. Okay. So like at 10 miles, it's um, 100 inches. Oh, sorry. No, 10 miles is uh, 10 times 10 times 8 is. Well, the point is, is that at 50 miles, you're t- talking like 1,700 feet plus. Mm-hmm. which means you're looking over the side. Nothing on, on the 1,700 feet or less in height on the other side of the hill should be visible, but we can always see it, which is why I put the challenge. I go, show me a lighthouse at less than 100 miles. Show me a big structure that mm-hmm. we cannot see. It's amazing. Interesting. Uh, and we, can, and we, we have tons and tons of videos about this.
0: Okay, and then, uh, hat tip, Mike, here's another question for you. The moon, is it true that objects and surfaces in moonlight are cooler than moon shade? the opposite of sunshine, sunshade?
2: Yeah, that was one of those freaky ones that I couldn't believe it. When even I was into flat Earth for a year, and, and a caller brought that mm-hmm. to my attention, and I'm like, get out of here. Wow. And so what what we're saying is is that in the moon, or so if it's 90 degrees in the sunlight, it's 80 degrees in the sunshade, right? There's okay. Blood, shadow. Well, in the moonlight, it's the exact opposite. So let's say it's 50 degrees in the moonlight. It's up to 60 plus degrees in the moon shade, and it's like, wait, that, what are you talking about? I'm going. Meaning the moon is generating some sort of cold laser light. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. And you do this in universities, which is, you know, you can change the frequency of a laser. And it's like, not like you can turn something mm-hmm. into an ice cube. But once it gets even weirder. And I will take credit for this. I go, okay, so you take a magnifying glass to sunlight, uh, you can make it even hotter, right? You can burn paper and stuff. Well, if you take a magnifying glass to moonlight, what happens? Does it get even colder? It mm-hmm. does. It absolutely gets colder. You can check check this with a $20 point-and-click infra- infrared mm-hmm. thermometer you uh, pick up at a hardware store. It's amazing. So
0: interesting. Okay. So I know we only oh, by have... The, by the way, does that prove flatter?
2: No, it does not. Ooh. However... It absolutely destroys the relationship between the sun and the moon because everyone knows, like, the moon is reflecting sunlight. It's like, no, not with those results. It's not because hmm. at the ver- at the most it should be neutral. It should never go colder. That's like taking a flashlight and bouncing it off your wall and chilling lettuce on the other side right. with a reflection. Can't happen.
0: Okay. What's the barrier um, that they knew we were going to have a problem with going to the moon? That's why it was supposed to be a million to one shot that we went. What's the barrier? Can you oh, get yeah, through yeah. that barrier? And- no,
2: no. Can't can't get through it. Um, We are in we are in a dome that they have not figured out. And of course, that's a guy thing, isn't it? So if you find the barrier back (laughs) in the 50s, it's like get the cannon and you start things like uh, what we have any bigger stuff. And they start so they started nuking it from all the look it up. This is again, not secret information from 58 until 62. The United States and the Soviets, all the tests were straight up. They were just painting the sky, just hitting them with everything they could. The first shots were megaton, the rest were eh, medium kiloton, 200 to 300 range, give or take. And they were just painting the sky. Basically, they were trying to figure out the arc of this thing so that when they did do a space program, and I'm Mm -hmm. using quotes here, Mm -hmm. uh, and the the fake space race, they knew when to arc the rockets over, so they didn't just plow into these damn things. And by the way... We're
0: going to go to a break. We have to go to a break. The computer's going to cut us off, but NASA is a very, very Dark black budget on top of that comment. we will be right back. Kate Daly Show.
2: Now call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
1: On such a time, Welcome back, Kate
0: Daly Show. I have Mark Sargent with me, and uh, he is the author of several books, uh, Flat Earth Clues, Sky's the Limit. Um, Talking about flat earth, we've never talked about this on the show. I'm very mixed on the subject, and I'll tell you, I'm just... Telling you because that's just how I've kind of felt about it. But I'm always interested to hear what somebody says and what why somebody has come to the conclusion they have. I wish we would do more of this in America so that we could understand things a little bit more, or at least have a conversation about them. And I really appreciate Mark doing this for us. And 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 also, I just wanted to say, get over to Balance of Nature, BalanceofNature.com. Put in the code Kate when you order and get it ordered. Get it ordered. Get it get it into your body. That's actual health. You know, all year long, a uh, year and a half of of, of talking. About health, but not health. Now we're actually talking about health. Go to balanceofnature.com. dot It's a food supplement. Our food supply is a, is a load of crap, and we really need to be supplementing that. Make sure that you take balanceofnature.com dot and put in the code word Kate. I do have a caller for you, so we'll start here right off the bat. Hi, caller. Go right ahead. You're on with Mark Sargent.
1: Hello. Oh, hi there.
0: Go right ahead, caller.
1: Yes, you know I do believe uh, he is very correct, and. In- there's many ways you can uh, analyze this. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, I'm a machinist, and I make parts for the SR-71 Blackbird, and I've talked to those guys, and they've told me that type of information. And okay. so, uh, given that said, then I started uh, verifying with lasers that when I would go to Florida uh-huh. that I could shine it on the water, and there's no curvature at 8 inches per mile. And your eyeball can't zoom like a camera. That's why the boat disappears. Okay. Oh. And then... uh Okay. You can go to Pikes Peak and see more than five states at once. So that that kind of shows okay. some holes in it as, interesting. as well. All right. And, Thank uh, you.
0: I really appreciate your call. You know, call.
1: water maintains its own level as right. well. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I love it. Very I love interesting it. show. And, okay. And I'm so glad that, that you, you uh, have this guy on. You Because it. it is definitely something that needs to be looked at. And firmament is the key to it all because they don't okay. talk about water anywhere.
0: Okay. Hey, thank you for that. I really actually appreciate these phone calls. We have another one for you. You're very popular, Mark. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm, I'm trying to get there, trying to get there. Um, hi there, caller. You're on with Mark Sargent. Go right ahead.
1: Yeah, this this is one of the most interesting conversations I've ever heard. Yeah. You know, I'm just a, a farmer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, water runs downhill. Uh, is there... Is there this flat Earth, is there an
2: edge to
0: it? Interesting. Okay, thank uh, the, you for that. The
2: edge, well, uh-huh. okay, there's there's two things you could look at when it comes to the edge. One is the Antarctic coastline, the edge. No, it's not. Uh, wherever the edge is, the outer marker or the edge of this snow globe, mm-hmm. it's several thousand miles in from the coastline of Antarctica. So that whole geographic south pole that they talk about. By the way, one of those little uh, tidbits, uh, the compasses don't do anything. In Antarctica, Uh, you'd think that the, you know, because up in the North Pole, you know, the magnet always dominates north. And I've asked guys, military guys down in the southern hemisphere, southern uh, like Australian military. I go, so when does the southern pole take over? When does the compass swing and go strong south? And he goes, it never Goes strong south. He goes. Okay. You get to the South Pole, and he goes. The compass is useless. Okay. I so go, I
0: have a caller awesome. waiting. I have a caller waiting, but I have a very quick question for you. How is Antarctica? Yes. How is that body of land different than all the other continents? Then why why hide that one and make it so that no one can go there unless you're
2: right, right, right? Um, so the reason why you hide and so yeah, the, the mainstream will say mm-hmm. that Antarctica is kind of like Australia only covered in ice, mm-hmm. and we for but in on our map, the flat Earth map, which is identical to the UN flag, mm-hmm. which, except that the UN flag is missing Antarctica, which is weird. Why you would leave out an entire continent on a world map, I don't know. Um, but the reason why, so in our model, Antarctica stretches around the entire thing like this giant ring of ice. Why would you hide that? You'd hide that because human beings uh, are very, very curious. We love a mystery. And you don't want people going to, let's just call it the fence. Mm -hmm. Uh, I use the wildlife preserve as an example. You put a couple buffalo, we've all seen wildlife preserves, a thousand acres. The animals are happy and frolicking. They could care less about the fence. However, you put human beings in that same thousand acre wildlife Mm -hmm. preserve, plenty of things to do there. Mm -hmm. All they're gonna do is focus on the fence. It'll be like, why is the fence there? Who built the fence? Why am I on this side? Who's on the other side? Should we pray to the fence gods? Maybe we should (laughs) sacrifice our neighbors. It would just degrade from there. What's the easiest way to get rid of that? Uh You hide the fence. You you tell them there is no fence at all. You could go around this world, round and round and round and round. You're never going to run into the edge. It's like, you know, going around an orange.
0: Okay. It's brilliant. That's interesting. And it works. Yeah. Okay, caller, you're on with Mark Sargent. Go right ahead.
1: Hey, just a quick question and mm-hmm. comment. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm like a lot of people where uh, I didn't really look into into the flat earth thing until mm-hmm. because it was so far down the list. But mm-hmm. after you run out of so many things to dig on, mm-hmm. y- you come across it eventually. And there's so many um, pretty compelling things that come up. Yeah. Um, you, you already just covered what I wanted to ask or talk about, which was the old USGS map. That is the flat yeah. earth map. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also yeah. the UN logo, um, which yep. kind of maybe further indicates that the globe map is false. And okay. so,
2: um, could you maybe comment sure. on that or, or elaborate?
0: Thank you for that. Go right
2: ahead. Yeah, yeah, Mark. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the 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 official term for the map, which is used by the USGS, uh, is called the azimuthal equidistance. And I know that's kind of a mouthful, and it took mm-hmm. me about uh, six months to actually say it correctly. Mm-hmm. So we call it the AE map. It is uh, really, really strange. It was, it's been around for a long, long time, like a thousand years. I think it was first created by a, a Persian scientist, mm-hmm. the, the whole perspective. But it's interesting that the USGS, uh, you can look it up, it's on wiki, uh, I can't remember, mm-hmm. map projections and it's one of the only thing with annotations next to it which is the USGS GS uses it it's also the UN flag oh yeah and by the way it's also the map used by the the flat Earth proponents. Two of those th- groups are absolutely legit, but obviously the flat Earth people are crazy.
1: Hmm. It's like, well, how
2: can you how can you have both? How can That's the UN true. flag yeah. be totally legit? And it's like, well, because it's a projection, it's not the real thing. It's like, why is it on your flag then? And you know, that I mean,
0: is interesting, and and I also yeah. wonder that that is weird. I also want to ask you, has there ever really been a complete photo of the Earth? Because we see mm-hmm. it partially, where it's partially dark and part part of it lights up. Up
2: great, great question. Okay, so the first way well, you can look again, look this up. It's uh-huh. called the blue marble shot. The first blue marble shot, which is the, the earth in its entire disc form, okay. you know, a, a perfect circle, if you want to, mm-hmm. yeah, because uh, sure. being sunlit, the first one was taken by Apollo 17, the very last Apollo mission on their way back. Why they didn't do it from 9 until 16, I don't know, yeah, but they waited mm-hmm. until the very last second. It's like, oh, you better take a shot of this earth. In 1972, that's the first blue marble shot of the earth. You know when the second one was? When? Summer of 2015. What? For 43 years, they never took another shot like that. And then, and I only knew this because Obama tweeted it and <laughs> scott kelly the astronaut he was the one that wrote the press release supposedly from the space station it said hey, you know obama's saying, oh, the second blue marble shot of the earth it's like, that's what? interesting
0: was that around the yeah. same time that the other astronaut buzz went down there and said something evil was going on in antarctica and then ended up in a hospital oh, he, no
2: he did that the year after oh Absolutely. okay yeah when he, yeah, he was airlifted yeah, he wow. was airlifted out of Antarctica and I'm going, what is he even doing there? Yeah, It's like why why are you even there? So the point is is why didn't they take another shot? I mean, we're talking 43 sure. years. That's an infinite amount of time in the space world. I mean, that's that's most of the 70s, all the 80s, all the 90s, 2000, 2010, halfway to 2020. How does that even happen? Hmm. And it happened, you know why? Cuz that's when we started rolling. That's when we started picking up a lot of steam was in that summer. Okay. That and, yeah. is
0: weird. <laughs> I have yeah. to admit that's odd. I mean, it's yeah. odd that we didn't go back to the moon and, 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 and do a h- heck of a lot more study on the moon. And then it's also weird that all the records disappeared that from the flight and, uh, the astronauts looked like somebody had punched them in the gut when they got back and had to speak about it. There's a lot of weirdness. I, I, I feel. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, real quick, um, the, the first, your first iPhone, if you remember that there was uh-huh. an earth background. And Apple contacted NASA and it's like, uh, can we have a background? It's like, no, we don't have any, because they only had the Apollo 17 shot. They had to create it from scratch. They had to 3D Photoshop it. Rob Simmons, you can look it mm-hmm. up, wonderful articles on him, where he says, yeah, it's Photoshop because it has to be. He goes, he had to completely 3D model that entire thing. And it's like, okay, why do I care? Why do I care? Because I was down at the Kennedy Space Center, and I saw that image, the Rob Simmons right. iPhone image. It was actually sitting on the wall on one of their displays and I'm going and I've showed the documentary team I'm going look this image right here and we knew how bad it was because the the lower hemisphere was photoshopped with a cloning tool to death he photo it was like a Friday it's like oh there's wings and you gotta get happy hour Interesting. and he just he has cloned all the clouds it was ridiculous
0: that's so that's so strong okay so so big question here because I know we only have a few minutes but we are gonna do another episode uh, Mark and I Um, so are you so though big why why why- if this is true, why the yeah. lie then?
2: Why hide it? Why not tell everybody? Yeah, why? Okay, let's say you figure it out in 1960, because you didn't have the technology to figure it out. You okay. could be the king of France in 1500, and wooden ships and horses isn't going to do anything for you. Mm-hmm. Unless you have planes, you don't know anything. And let's say you figure it out in 1960, and they say, okay, well, maybe we should tell everybody. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? And all of a sudden, a guy at the end goes, all right, think about this. He goes, Academia. He goes, astrology, I'm sorry, astronomy mm-hmm. and astrophysics shuts down forever. And right. all the remaining physical sciences, biology, hydrology, archaeology, those have to be retooled. Libraries, Libraries have to be emptied out and refilled. Uh, world markets have to be suspended for months because we have to figure out what it means. And by the way, the five major religious houses of the world, of uh, Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, Christianity, you're giving them all leverage against science simultaneously and you're telling them to show restraint. He goes, what's the worst that could happen? That's interesting. <laughs> he goes, mm-hmm. It could be chaos. He, and so all of a sudden everyone says, yeah, we're just going to hold on to this for a yeah. while.
0: Interesting. And they
2: did. And they kept it a secret for okay. 50, 60 years.
0: And I, I mentioned the black budget. You know, NASA has, has received any money they've truly ever wanted to receive. And there's a lot of money, I think, hidden in the NASA budget. And there's a yeah. lot of tape that reveals that. I think oftentimes they are not where they're supposed to be because there's really, really crazy footage of them not being honest when they say they're in space. Let's say that.
2: Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. $54 million a day they, they get, and that's public. That's at least what we release Jeez. to the public. You can do huge amounts with with that, and yet their production values are absolutely terrible. I've got wonderful shots, you know, uh, just still shots mm. from Apollo. Where it's like, okay, there's footprints on the ground right. in this nice, fluffy ash, but there's no burn crater. Um, the the shadows aren't running parallel, even though there's only one light source, which is the sun. Um, that dish has is a VHF transmitter connected to a nineteen sixty-nine car battery that has a range of fifty miles and it's supposedly doing ten frames of color video a second over a quarter million miles right. through the Van Allen belts. It's just there's the Van the Allen. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. The, That's long, the, name of it. the longer you stare at it, the worse it gets. You know,
0: this is an interesting conversation. You know, when that guy said, I'm just a farmer, don't ever say you're just a farmer. Farmers are some of the smartest people I've ever met um, in this land. Um, But let me just say this. Um, It has provoked so many questions. I don't think any thinking person that has been taught to critically think, as most of the audience in the show, you can't not think about these things. I mean, you're bringing up some very good points, I have to say.
2: Well, thank you. the the yeah. world. There's a great line from the Truman Show, mm-hmm. which is the world. Is, we believe the world that is presented to us.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
2: Think about who presents you the world and all the aspects of it. And if they can lie about something, what wouldn't they lie about? Hmm. How's that?
0: Well, you know, I just asked G. Edward Griffin the, that that basic question. How much in that last? <clears throat> sorry about that. 120 years. Have we been lied to by government? What's funny is I had the same exact number in my head, which is really ironic. But he said 97% have been lies ninety seven percent because the three percent is just the things like a road is made out of such and such, which, OK, yeah. that's you know, there, there's no reason to lie. But yeah. the control, the the profit, the taxation, the profit, the taxation, the profit. I mean, we could talk about that for a long time because there's a lot to gain from lying. Right.
2: Absol- absolutely. Napoleon's great mm-hmm. quote, which is history is just lies that are agreed upon
0: interesting because that the antarctica question truly is and i've i've said this to the audience many times something i mean obviously is so strange about the fact that the enemy so to speak we have all these enemies but they all we all come together and agree that no one else gets to go down to antarctica and that's a strange strange idea and people do not think about it enough i don't know why they don't ask the questions so uh,
2: out of sight, out of mind. It is yeah. a very hostile environment. People don't want to go there, and the government makes sure that it is kept very low on the radar.
0: Interesting. Okay. So when we do, um, when we come together again next week, I, cause I, I, am definitely doing a part two to this, as you could probably imagine. I have a lot more oh. questions and so does the audience. Phones are still lighting up. So when you come back too, I want to tackle all those questions because I actually had a whole spreadsheet of questions that skeptics ask and we'll get, we'll do that. Are you cool with that? When well, you come back and Absolutely. we'll go, we will kind of run no. those down, right?
2: nothing is off limits
0: okay i like that mark sargent mark sargent interesting hour i think i'm going to be rolling around this in my in my brain for a while so um the book is flat earth clues sky's the limit lot to think about here you probably want to listen to this again um, and you can get it on podcast at kate within the hour and so i just want to thank you mark for coming on
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I'll be right back. Um, Well, I won't be back. I'll be back Monday. But be faithful, be fearless. Go to katedalyradio.com and, uh, of course, see you Monday.